Welcome to La Vida, Love Vitamins for a Healthier Relationship, a podcast where we share stories for partners by partners. This is Rashi. And this is Anj. In the podcast series called Skip the Beat, Anj shares a story or situation that happens to a lot of us partners in relationships. Then I take a stab at dissecting the situation and provide takeaways. Today's discussion was inspired by a very hit song, Love Navantiti. We'll play the song at the end of the episode. The word Navantiti means small love. So naturally, our discussion today revolves around themes like small gestures of love, specific love, gratefulness towards your partner. So here's the situation for today, Rashi. Your favorite time of the year is coming up. It's your birthday next week. Your partner in crime from the last three years has been making this day extra special. They always plan a fancy dinner, buy you flowers, and you do all the things that you love. But now, after your birthday has passed, you wish you had another one coming soon. Only 12 more months to go, right? Not too far. Well, you gather up the courage and talk to your partner and tell them that you read on Lovita the importance of celebrating the small. Your partner immediately scoffs and says, But if we celebrate every day, how is your birthday going to be special? Rashi, how would you dissect this situation? So birthdays, anniversaries, and even holidays are indeed big moments of celebration. So obviously we want to make them special, even extra special. And as partners, we want to make sure that our partner feels that love, especially on such an important day. So we pull out all the stops, we go over the top, we know they're going to love it. And of course they do. They can't wait till the next birthday. But the cycle continues. We keep waiting till that next big moment to celebrate. So when we've introduced the idea of celebrating love every day, it's important to note that we aren't detracting from the big moments of celebration. The big moments are still going to be special. Instead, we're simply magnifying the importance of every day. You see, love at its core is an action. The feeling we get of feeling loved by our partner is the outcome of love actions. Love is a verb. And this is a very powerful thing for us to understand because it means that that craving we have to feel loved is something that we can work on every day. And no, we don't have to just wait for the big moments to show love. When we say love is an action, we are talking about two components, how someone shows love and when they show it. How a person shows love is about intensity. It's about planning big moments and finding moments to celebrate every day. When a person shows love is about frequency. It's about waiting to do something special once a month or finding something special in every day. Now, the norm tends to be to give too much credit to high intensity and low frequency events. These are those extravagant birthdays and exotic anniversary trips. The idea of celebrating love every day is about low intensity and high frequency. It's giving your partner a massage on a Monday night because you know they pulled a crazy work shift over the weekend and you love them and want to pamper them. It's bringing home a cookie from work from your work lunch because you know your partner has a sweet tooth and they would love the gesture. It's playing the post-it game where you write on a post-it something like, 
When you see this note, claim one free kiss and hiding that note where you know your partner will find it, like under their phone. All these examples are low stakes, fun, simple ways both partners can create and share little moments of love. The outcome is feeling loved by your partner often and every day. For some people, surprises are not as exciting and it can be scary and it brings out vulnerability to some extent. And they would rather know when they're going out for a special occasion or they're going to get receive a gesture of love. What would you say to that? Absolutely. I would say that planned spontaneity is going to be your best friend. <laughs> and what I mean by that is if the idea of a surprise that's completely out of your control, um, you're, you have no idea, your partner is just like, get ready at seven o'clock, we're going somewhere, and that's just too much for you, then it's a conversation to have about boundaries and what is the basic level of information that you need to really be able to show up and be present as your partner's planning a surprise. For some people, for example, knowing that you know if they're going to be going for an overnight trip, um, that they're going to have a bathroom facility available where they're actually going is an important thing. So a partner that might be planning a, a secret trip into the mountains or like a beautiful glamping getaway or something like that, it's important to to not share that, you know, we're going glamping, but to simply share, hey, you know what, where we're going, don't worry, you're going to have a roof over your head and there's definitely going to be a bathroom available. Just whatever you know your, your partner's um, Areas where a surprise would turn into more of a painful experience for them. Once you have those conversations, we can start to kind of address those concerns, but still participate in the playfulness that a surprise brings. Because at the end, it's always about finding a way for both of you to enjoy. If you love planning things and you know your partner is very particular about not having a, a random mud run thrown on them, well, it's important to keep that in, in balance because you might be very excited to share an experience with your partner, but if they show up to this experience and you've already know it's not gonna go well, well, you're just setting up your relationship to have to now experience something difficult and come out on the other side rather than what the intention originally was, which is to celebrate every day. Yeah, that sounded very personal, the <laughs> modern example, but I'll take it. <laughs> what would you say from the viewpoint where your partner, like you understand the message and they, so there's two sides to this. One where you're receiving the acts of love, which is great and you want more of those. On the other hand, you're requesting so in in the situation the partner who was asking to be more intentional about spontaneity and random acts of love how should they go about communicating this to their partner i feel like actions are the best example and if you are requesting a form of love, be willing to show that form of love. Mm. So if you want your partner to plan little moments of celebration every day, pave the way for them by planning little moments for them first. Yes, you know, sometimes our ego gets in the way and we're like, I just wish my partner loved me the way I want to be loved. You can be right 
or you can be empowered. <laughs> you get to pick. Yeah. So you, if you want to be right about that sentence, you're never going to feel the ability to move past that initial emotion into action. And that is going to have a long-term effect on your relationship's ability to move in this direction of being able to celebrate both the big moments and the small moments equally and really just multiplying and magnifying your happiness. So I would say show the love that you wish to receive. Right. That's that's amazing. And if you have if you're having a difficult time showing that love towards somebody else, your partner, start with yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Start Absolutely. practicing random acts of love to yourself. Go pamper yourself without having a plan mm -hmm. as long as you can get the bookings. <laughs> but Rashi, can you bandage the takeaways? Absolutely. So we have two takeaways today. The first is play with all intensities of showing love. Show love in big moments and show love in everyday moments. That's how you magnify love. And the second is show love often. We don't have to wait just for those big moments to be able to show love. Love is an action. When we show love in everyday moments, we receive the opportunity to build a home that is filled with love. Partners, we hope you enjoyed listening. If you haven't already, remember to follow us wherever you get your podcast. We refer to a lot of frameworks in our episodes. You can learn more about them on lovita.blog. If you have a story to share, please reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook and we'd love to feature you here. Thank you and we'll see you next week.